All right, and welcome to the first edition of Beckett Radio in 2016. I'm your host, Derek Picken. Alongside with me, as always, is Mr. Eric Norton. Eric, what's up? Man, it is, I'm going to say it this time, it's early. It is early. I had a late night. You did have a late night? I did. And so, why is that? Um, Is it because of Stephen Avery? Man. Is that, it because of making a murder? Because that, I, oh, God. That show right there, man. It it sucks you in, and it won't let you go. It won't let you go until you're finished. Yes. So. I, yeah, I, I finished it last night. Me too. So um, it, it's amazing. It is. If, if you guys and girls out there haven't seen the Netflix docudrama or documentary, whatever you want to call it, Making a Murder, uh, shame on you. Yes. And you need to get Netflix and watch it ASAP. It is riveting television. It, it really is. And I didn't think I would be into it. Because I like crime dramas, but I'm not a big fan of documentaries about a trial. You know right. what I mean? Unless it's like the O.J. Simpson thing, which is also coming out on FX. February 2nd. Yeah, which I'm actually excited to see. Uh, but this thing was just ridiculous with how many twists and turns this, this case has. Uh, potential alleged co- police corruption, if you want to say that. Uh, a man... Uh, in Wisconsin, um, was wrongfully accused of a rape, correct? Yes. In 1985. 1985. Yeah. And he was exonerated after 18 years, mm-hmm. um, and then tried to get a lawsuit, and stuff kind of went south. Yeah. Well, um, because of a young girl who was murdered on this man's property. Uh, so allegedly, I'll, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but <laughs> I, I posted this last night. On Twitter, uh, there's a 16-year-old kid get that gets sucked into this. Yes. And all I said was that, you know, I lost a little faith in the justice system, which pretty much everyone probably has sure. once in a while. Uh, but also, kids, just tell the truth. Yeah, just tell the Don't truth. Don't be stupid. You know, as, as much as you're scared or nervous, just why make something up? Because you could ruin your life. That kid got railroaded. I, I, yeah, I, I seriously cannot believe... About his case yeah. and how it went. He's 26 now. He's my he's, age. Yeah, he's I age. figured that out last night when yeah. I, was, I was like, "Oh my god!" Like when he got um, when he got charged was when I when I graduated high school. Sure. Like this dude, sh- instead of going to jail for whatever, should have graduated. High, I, I was just like, my mind just he's went. still upset because he didn't get to watch WrestleMania. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Just yeah, just watch it, guys. It's yeah, an it's, amazing it's, show. It's riveting. I, yeah. I highly encourage you to watch yeah. it. One hour episodes, thirteen of them. Uh, check it out. Um, but yeah, so that's crazy. So I thought that's why you were up late at it, night watching it. It, it was it, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a lot has been going on, man. Uh, to start off the year, um, we've had plenty of pricing and products coming out. So we'll get to that in a minute. Obviously, the baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, I guess people were announced the the next crew right uh, to get inducted. Uh, there were two main guys let in, so we'll talk about that and their impact on cardboard uh, because that's always fun. Tops is producing a 2016 Summer Olympics set. Interesting, getting ready for the Olympics, man. I'm excited. I'm a big Olympics guy, especially the summer because of basketball and and all that good stuff. So we'll talk about that. Also, uh, a baseball player's collection is is going up for auction at Golden Auctions. So we're going to talk about that as well as what player you would like to see 
have his own collection of memorabilia and everything with that player. Uh, who who would that be? Okay. When we're talking about the Hall of Fame, can we talk about the three doofuses that didn't vote for King Griffey Jr.? You know, I, I was thinking about that, and one of my friends got really – he's a super big baseball fan. Every year, he'll give out his project projections on mm-hmm. who's going to come in and, and all that good stuff. Also projections. Projections, yeah. <laughs> and he said, if if Griffey is not unanimous, I will pretty much lose faith in all of baseball writing, you know, stuff like that, which obviously, like you said, three writers didn't vote for him. I would like to see which writers didn't vote for him, what their ballots were, mm-hmm. because Last year, a couple years ago, there were guys that didn't vote for anyone that were that played in the steroid era. That's been S- consensus pretty much for the last 10 years. Yeah, right so I figured those would be the people who voted for guys like Tim Raines, you know, uh, guys previous, you know, early 80s, pre-that, pre you mm-hmm. know. So... That is, un- and it also Babe Ruth wasn't unanimous. Sure. So they have this whole precedent. Well, if Babe Ruth wasn't unanimous, you're going to say Griffey's better than Babe. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But still, it's like, come on. You know, the whole tradition thing, throw that out the window. This is baseball and, and this is the new age. Just just vote him in. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. What What do you think? Since you're fr- you're a Seattle guy. Yeah. So thoughts on Griffey, A, getting in. Um, and let's just roll into roll into this. You want to yeah. do new products and pricing first? Let's okay, yeah. Let's do that. Let's, then we'll let's get hold into this. That. Yeah. So new products and pricing. We got a couple products coming out next week. Panini National Treasures Baseball is coming out tomorrow. Uh, Top Strata Football is the thirteenth, and Upper Deck Trilogy Hop Hockey is the thirteenth. Man, I cannot speak today. Um, pricing: Bowman Draft Baseball, Panini Prism Basketball, Tops Platinum Football, and Upper Deck Black Diamond Hockey. Those are all outpriced. Um, so check that out. Get you in some case breaks or buy you a couple boxes at a local hobby store. All that good stuff. Do that, yes. Yeah. So, now, back okay, to baseball. back to baseball, back to the Hall of Fame. You are a Mariners guy. You are from Seattle, or you lived in Seattle. Yes. Is it lived from- I lived in Seattle. I also worked for the Mariners for Perfect. four seasons. So. Okay. So, um, A, what was it like to hear Ken Griffey get in the Hall of Fame? Um. It was, you know, in around Seattle yesterday, all the all the news feeds and everything. It was it was Griffey to the Hall of Fame day. Yeah. You know, it, it it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was just a matter of of by what margin was it going to happen? Yeah. And early voting the yesterday morning had them at a hundred percent of a hundred. That I think they you know hundred and thirty some odd ballots. Oh wow. They were at a hundred percent. Yeah. So at you know six seven o'clock in the morning, he was at hundred percent. Mm. Um and. At five when five o'clock rolls around and he always he's at ninety nine point three yeah that's ridiculous but yeah um I, I for, for the city of Seattle who you know obviously the the major championships have have eluded that team you know they haven't really had a real solid team since two thousand one yeah uh they they've been trying like hell to get Edgar in which I, I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't, I don't know. I don't really think so. If Jim Tomey can't get in, yeah. you know, I just, ugh. But just for the Mariners and the Mariners fans, it's a win. Yeah. And I'm really, I was really happy and excited to see it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> the, these are kind of the top ten. Uh, we'll go through and we'll kind of name some guys that um, 
that were below that. Uh, but obviously, Griffey got 99.3. Mike Piazza got 83%. Bagwell got 71.6, so he was the next closest. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Tim Raines got 69.8%. Trevor Hoffman, which I'm actually surprised about, one of, one of the greatest closers of all time, uh, was fifth with 67.3. This is where it gets a little edgy. Kurt Schilling, number six, 52%. Roger Clemens, number seven, 45%. Mr. Barry Bonds, 44%. Then Edgar at uh, uh, 9, 43%. And, and the Moose, Mike Mussina, 43%. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know really how to feel for, for Bagwell because I just, I liked him as a player. Sure. I just maybe didn't see the, the importance of him. I guess when when he was playing, so that might be a misstep on my part, and just me being naive and young when he was around. But I mean, you know, Tim Raines, I don't remember watching him. Everyone else, I remember, and it's like, man, Kurt Schilling, Clemens, Bonds, Edgar, Mike Mussina, those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. You know, okay. there there's guys in here that I'm really shocked about that really didn't get anything. Sammy Sosa got seven percent. He's never, he's <laughs> never ever going to get in. Yeah, um, I, I feel bad for guys like Alan Trammell. Uh, Tim Raines actually, it's his ninth year, it's uh, his ninth so year. he, I guess, he's got one more. He's year. He's got one more year. Yeah. Then he's eligible for the the veterans. Yeah, community. exactly. Uh, but Alan Trammell, he's in the fifteenth year, forty percent. Lee Smith, fourteenth year, thirty four percent. Yeah, not looking good for those guys. Mark McGuire's in his tenth year, twelve percent. He's not. In that that's the he's done. That's unfortunate. Um, um, well, but you shouldn't cheat. Yeah, you, you shouldn't cheat. And Just kidding. You cheat, kids. Cheat. Y- yeah, cheat, kids. <laughs> see what happens. No, but it's it's unfortunate to to start seeing guys that were in the steroid era kind of get screwed for what they did. You I know? think, but I think Bagwell, particularly Bagwell, helps the case of Bonds and, and Clemens. Why and is that? Because he was part of that. that True. That, and he he took a giant leap in voting percentage. Yeah. So this morning on the way into work, uh, I was listening to ESPN. Kirchin said he's he's in next season. Yeah, or next, I, I, next could, I could so see that. That that does, and, and even Bonds and Clemens took big leaps. They uh-huh. went from you know in the thirties, they went up into you know they took about a ten percent leap. So yeah. you know it's good. You know I I completely agree with that, and I want to see I want to see how the twenty seventeen class, uh, I guess that would be or yeah twenty seventeen right? That's how it is. Yeah. Okay. So the 2017 Baseball Hall of Fame class. This is going to be an interesting one. Pudge Rodriguez. Yes, he's he's the other big name on there. Manny Ramirez. Manny's eligible. Yes. And uh, Vladimir Guerrero. All of them are. You know, they have questions. Yeah, that's so. um, that's going to be interesting to see how. I mean, obviously Bagwell's the the big name. Hoffman's the big name, and Tim Raines. I could see all three of those guys. Yeah. Um, get in next year. Pudge is uh. Pudge, I don't think will because of all the steroid stuff, and he even got caught. You know what Allegedly. I mean? Allegedly. Well, I thought he. I thought <laughs> no, no, I, he was. He was. He was. Well, he's one of those guys that's on the fence, mm. but he was somebody that was flat out named in Conseco's book. Got it. And, okay. I um, thought it was in a report, like the Mitchell Report. Or no, it was. was uh, <laughs> okay. If it was the Mitchell Report, I missed that. But in yeah. in Conseco's book, yeah, he said. I injected Pudge Rodriguez. Gotcha. Okay. And when Pudge had the chance to deny that, he didn't. He was he was asked, you know, did Conseco inject you with steroids? His reply was, God only knows. Wow. So he either <laughs> that's yeah, that's wow. not really you know clearing his name there. No. Well, yeah. So next year's Hall of Fame voting will definitely be interesting. 
because it's getting even more juicier into yes. the uh, irony, juicier into the <laughs> steroid era. Uh, but let's let's talk cardboard, sure, because uh, that's why we're all here. Graded Griffey cards. I've never seen this tally before, and I I don't know why I haven't because I work in the grading department here at BGS. Uh, but it's honestly astounding. Mr. Mueller over at uh, yeah, Sports Rich Mueller. Uh, shout out uh, Sports Collectors Daily. Yes, this is a great uh, great little article here. Uh, I, so check it out. His article is great, uh, but and not not discounting his article. I just want to get into the the, the sheer numbers of it. Yeah, because over he's he's tallied now over a hundred thousand graded Griffey Junior rookie cards uh, available. Yeah, you know that have been graded anyways. Yeah. Um. Wow. <laughs> and and over one fifth of those have been rated mint, gem mint, or pristine. Right. So that's even crazier. You know, everybody loves the 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 upper deck. One. Yeah. You know, that's that's the one. Yeah. Um. The, but there are stories behind that one that are how mass produced oh, they course. were and everything. Yeah. But what everything during that era was. Yeah. Would, if I had to choose, that would be the one I would choose. You, oh, of course. I you can't really think of any other one. Right. You know, really. Um. But yeah, this this one we'll start off with BGS because we're a little biased here. Uh, total amount of cards, uh, rookie cards, Griffey rookies that were graded by us, 32,816. That's compared to PSA, who's done 61,625. That's a lot. Yeah, that is a lot. Pristine 10, we have graded 96. So that's, I mean, under 100 cards for a gem mint. That's, or I'm sorry, pristine. That's pretty, pretty uh, special, you know, to have one of those. Uh, Gem Mint 10 for PSA, 2,537. And compare that Gem Mint 9.5 with BGS to 2102. Right. So that's honestly, that's pretty close. Um, I like that. And then we'll go to the Mint 9. That's 4909 for BGS. And then Mint 9 with no qualifiers, 19,815. That is. Wow. A lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that is a lot of cards. Um, graded nine. Uh, also, number of eBay listings for BGS one ninety and number of eBay listings all grades uh, for PSA one sixty nine. One sixty nine. There, there was numbers for SGC that uh, I'd left off the, the off the, the report here. Yeah, but, you know that that pushed the total over to a hundred thousand. That's yeah. That's pretty crazy. You have sixty one thousand, thirty two thousand. So yeah, that's that's not too shabby. It's it's an amazing. Kudos to those who in '89 saw saw the potential of Griffey Jr. and just held on to him, and you know the guys who've been buying them up since. Yeah, I but, think I think they hit a home run with it, obviously. But that's a lot of that. Just it, it does two things. It speaks to the number of cards that were produced during that era, which is scary. Which, yeah, which is massive, obviously for yeah. this one. And then two, it does it legitimate legitimize the player. You know how for, so? Um, just. I guess throughout his career, mm. for for people to see what he had done and and think I better get this get this card. Yeah, um, I think so because a it's his rookie card, and so you have all those guys, you have prospectors out there. I'm not saying this is a prospect card, but it kind of is, you know, yeah. being a rookie card. Um, so you have those guys back in the day who that's all they do, you know. Um, and at the same time, he's the number one overall pick. You know, so there goes another, you know, and all of a sudden he's, you know, Griffey Sr.'s kid. So that carries a lot of, you know, weight 
in in collectors maybe who you know collected the Mariners back in the day and and senior was on the team all of a sudden boom he's got a kid he's on the Mariners there it is you know um so I think Griffey was one of the most likable guys in the league because of his father too yeah um I was watching ESPN last night and he had a conversation with uh, I forgot his name Pedro Gomez Mm -hmm. Pedro Gomez and he talked about how he was 19 when he came into the league that that is a kid you know that is a kid and he was hanging out with guys like Kirby Puckett Dave Winfield you know legends of the game back in the day sure and they were showing him the ropes you know and they weren't even on the same team sure but because of the weight that his father had in the league and and around teams they 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 thought griffey senior would consider my son as his own so i'm going to consider his son as my own right. so i'm going to teach him the ropes and it only helped griffey junior to become who he is today i mean the the whole backwards cap thing you know that's you will never turn that down if if there's a chance that they can put that on his plaque, I I would just lose it. Sure, like that that is my childhood memory of Griffey Jr. Of course, it in, is in in Boston. You know, hitting the home runs at Fenway Park. You know, for the All Star game, it's just like that's it. But but yeah, so I want to ask you, Eric. I'm gonna throw you a curveball here. Okay. Next year, you have uh, Trevor Hoffman, Tim Raines. Um, Jeff Bagwell, you know, those three. Then you have Vlad, Pudge, and Manny. Out of those six guys in cardboard, who has the most graded cards? Rookie cards. Probably Bagwell. Bagwell? I, I would think Bagwell because he came up through the Boston system. Okay. Uh, so I, I would thank him. Now, who do you think's price and, um, y- you know, who would have the biggest jump for going – from just a retired player to a Hall of Famer as far as cardboard. Mm-hmm. You know, because that always happens. Yeah. You know. They're probably Bagwell and Pudge. Really? Be, I think it would be about equal. Okay. Um, with my limited Brian Fleischer baseball knowledge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, not knowing the percentages on either one of those players. I, w- I would just think that those two particular players have a, a, a pretty big following, mm. you know. Um, with, like, Manny... His his antics were yeah. you know somewhat over the top, if not bit. all the way over the top. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Hoffman has a very loyal fan base, but they're all in San Diego. Yeah, you know, and you know, he, I think he spent a little bit of time in Wa- Milwaukee. And yeah, a little bit, and then he retired. So, um, I I think from a player potential bump wise, yeah. it would be Pudge, and Pudge was was renowned throughout the league. Every. Oh yeah, Every, you loved him everywhere he went. Uh, yeah, everyone liked him. He's you know he's an international player, yeah. so people from his home country absolutely adored him. Sure, I think uh, Dominican, if I'm correct. Yeah, uh, yeah, that sounds hopefully. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but also Vlad, that dude, man. I you know when when he played with the Rangers for for that short time, I absolutely loved that guy. It was just like I don't know why. You know the dude was just great, and he, but I don't know. He got. To, Personally, he got to this point where all he could do was hit. Yeah, and and he would. I mean, I don't think that was early in his career. Too, he would swing big. He would swing for the fence, and mm. if he connected, it was gone. And otherwise, he struck out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I'm sure that there are purists out there that will argue his you know worth as a position player, which is great. But 
I, I just don't see it. Yeah. No, I hear you. Well, that's pretty much it for the Baseball Hall of Fame. It's going to be exciting to see those guys enshrined, uh, especially Griffey. I would love to hear what he has to say. It's going to be great. Um, because you, you, he was really the only guy that really grew up in baseball. Sure. I mean, Barry Bonds, you could make a case for because of his dad and Willie Mays being, you know, family ties with that. But, you know, everyone knows about him. Every, but he's so polarizing. With Griffey, he was he was the kid, you know, of baseball, and so it'll be interesting to see his his guy. Um, the parting note on that: when if you saw Johnny Bench's comments about him yesterday, Griffey, yeah, what did he, he say? He, he said he said I watched this kid grow up in my clubhouse, and he became you know the one of the greatest baseball players yeah. of all time. That's Johnny Bench. That's Johnny <laughs> freaking Bench. Wow, so, that's know, unbelievable. That 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 should speak volumes for you, anyways. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it's great to see stuff like that happen. Yeah. We, we're always, um, I don't know, just, just bombarded with negative negativity in sports. And yeah. it's always great to finally see the first number one overall pick in a baseball draft, go to the hall of fame. Sure. That, that's crazy. Yeah. That's ever happened. So, um, congrats to those guys, Mike Piazza, uh, fellow Italian. All right, let's go to tops 2016 summer Olympic set. I, I don't know how much of a fan I am about Olympic cards. Yeah. Now, I, I just, I like the Olympics. Okay. Whenever they're on, that's all I watch. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think everything stops in our country and a lot of countries. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, to watch these guys perform and, and do their thing. But on cardboard, I, I just, I've never seen how it's been affected it, when the Olympics are happening. You know what I mean? When... I think I guess the last time the Olympics were going on, it was the Winter Olympics when I was here at Beckett, mm-hmm. and that's when I think I first started. Maybe when was that? Twenty ten? No, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Right. Right. Um, so I think I was brand new when that came out. So I didn't really see, you know, how it really was affected, and and the the massive like, oh, this is you know, this is the set. So with this one. The pictures look awesome. Yeah. It looks, you know, it looks tops. It, 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 it is your tops product, which I like. Um, you have base autographs for 40 U.S. Olympic hopefuls. Obviously, you have parallels with bronze, silver, gold, and gold rainbow. Um, autograph relics. There's 20 of them. And, I mean, if you can get a nice autograph with, with a pretty nice patch, sure, um, that can go for some money. Um, but it looks like the um, 10 former U.S. Olympic champions will have autographs in the hobby version, so red, gold, rainbow parallels also. Um, cut signatures. Right. Uh, that's always fun. Past Olympic legends, so maybe uh, Jesse Thorpe. Owens. Jim yeah, Thorpe. Jim Thorpe. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Might be a lot of money right. <laughs> to, to purchase that, but, um, but that's really cool. Uh, we also have commemorative relics, relic cards, uh, but... Yeah, I, I just it, it's interesting. The the one thing that I really like, other than the cut signature cards, are the U.S. Olympic team crest patches. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really cool. I wonder if it's an actual event worn. I, I'm assuming it's not. I'm probably I would assume it. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, but also commem- commemorative Olympic medals, and they're designed by Tops to celebrate the 2016 Games in Rio. That's kind of cool. Bronze, silver, and gold. And <laughs> there you go. I think that's kind of interesting. I think this is I I follow what you're saying about the impact of it, hmm. which is you know honestly I'll be a, it's probably not going to be a real huge thing. However, peaked my radar because one it's different. 
True. It is very different. It's very different. Yeah. Um, and obviously, this is not going to happen in other countries. But if it did, that would be you know, you know, potentially it could be really interesting. Yeah. Uh, with these focusing on U.S. The, the U.S. Olympic teams, you know, you have chances at at people who don't have certified autographs or mm-hmm. certified memorabilia cards to you know take a shot at that, and that's really cool to me. Yeah. Well, I really assume that just like with Panini Prism World Cup, it's going to be the biggest during the Olympics. Of course. You know, and it'll probably die off after that. But yeah. during that time, for what it is. It's great marketing by Tops by taking advantage of, of the time and hitting these players while they're hot on the, on the re, on the secondary market for resellers. It'll be it'll be helpful for them too. So yeah. I think it's a good thing. Yeah, it says that uh, just this is from Sports Collectors Daily. Uh, so shout out to Rich. Uh, just as it did for the 2012 and 14 Winter Games, Tops will return with the trading card product for the 2016 Summer Olympic Games in Rio as part of its partnership with the U.S. Olympic Committee. The product has already retained its gold medal for longest product name. U.S. <laughs> this, this, I mean, 2016 tops, U.S. Olympic and Paralympic team hopefuls. That is the product name. So, yeah, that is that is a pretty long pretty long name. But um, the, the thing that really got me uh, was, like I always tell everyone, I'm a big history guy. You know, so the cut signatures I'm a fan of. Uh, but the inserts are actually kind of cool. You have memorable moments. So that is the you know greatest Olympic moments in U.S. history, inserted one in eight packs. And then uh, Olympic disciplines. Uh, that's where uh, each card represents an Olympic athlete and the discipline in which they compete in, uh, and as well as how the event is played. So that, that's kind of cool to try and get people involved with Olympics, get more people watching it, even though I think everyone watches it. Right. Um, the majority of people watch it. Um, so that's pretty cool. So that'll be released. Slated release date is May 11th, uh, I think. Uh, let's see. Is that correct? Da, 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 da. Yep, May 11th. May 11th yes. So check that out. Um, Can we talk about this Jesse Owens picture here for a minute? Why? What's wrong with Jesse Owens? Nothing's wrong with Jesse Owens. Dude's ripped. Could you imagine being Hitler on that day? Man. <laughs> the ride home in the limousine. To- <laughs> you know, and, and that's the validity uh, of, of, of how he just overtook that Olympic Games in Germany right. at that time. Exactly. Is, is the most inspiring and just like an, a big old middle finger to the whole, right. you know, the whole Third Reich. That and because Jesse Owens, you know, is is an African American male. Yes, in the 1930s, 36, like going over to probably the worst country to go to for an mm-hmm. African American male. Right, you know, and just dominate, destroy in front of them. Yes, like to think about that. Honestly, what can, can you even relate? anything in today's society to what that i don't you know what i mean i don't think so and actually have him walk out of there alive yes insane insane and that's why jesse owens is one of the greatest people of all time and hands down like that's that's crazy so poor poor hitler gets so mad that (laughs) that that's just awesome and it just makes me even more proud to be an american citizen should we see lee greenwood (laughs) right now i'm not proud no i'm not gonna do it oh boy what up jesse what up jesse yeah rest in peace one of the greatest man that's awesome but yeah check that out may 11th that's gonna be really cool to check out i just want to see the results to see how it'll play out on the secondary market once the olympics go on sure maybe we can have a little segment on you know how prices are going you well know? i think you know there there could you just made a great point mm. 
um, say for instance, Lochte, and he comes out and has a great Olympics, you know, the value of that card in the secondary market, you know, might say might be 20 bucks. Yeah. You know, autograph. And by the time the Olympics are done during that four week period, it could be 60 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, that's the good thing about having current Olymp- current Olympians in the set. Exactly. Yeah. So definitely check that out um, and have some fun with breaking that product if you guys are into that. Uh, let's finally talk one more story. Uh, this was kind of interesting. I didn't really read a lot into it. I just saw the headline and kind of breezed through it. But Barry Larkin um, has a massive collection that's going to auction with golden auctions and has everything. Uh, just uh, Team USA signed jerseys, Cincinnati Reds jerseys, you know, everything. And it got me thinking, okay, who would I want to see? You know, what one player in any sport would I want to see have his collection go into auction for me to potentially buy? Would it be a a San Francisco Bay Area? Oh, of course it would yeah, be. So. I mean, like, that's, you know, that's who I grew up with. Uh, but at the same time, you can pick anyone. Right. So it's like... You know, shoeless Joe Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, yeah, Barry Bonds. That would be great. You know, his alleged uh, cream, maybe. His needles. Yeah, he he might have some cream that he was using that I should use. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, okay. So let me throw the question to you first. Who would you like to see one player in any sport, wherever you would like to mm-hmm. see his collection? So you could just look at the items that he had. Man, um, that's tough. It is a tough question because I I, I did grow up here in the Dallas Fort Worth area. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my, my mind automatically goes to the triplets mm-hmm. with, you know, either being Aikman or Smith or, or Irvin. I kind of seen that. Um, yeah. Then living in Seattle, I loved it up there. Uh, so, you know, junior yeah. right off the top of the head. But I think ultimately I would go with Muhammad Ali. Very nice. That would be really cool. Yes. He, you know, there's so much history there mm-hmm. with, you know, both political history and sports history. Mm-hmm. The things that, you know, that he was a part of mm-hmm. from that, you know, from his matches to that horrible musical that he was in. He was in a musical? He was in a musical. Uh, he played he played <laughs> Moses or something. Really? Yeah, like Black Moses. It was awesome. Wow. <laughs> so I, just the the history behind of what he's seen and what could be there in an auction like that would be really cool. Yeah, that's, you know, Olympic, that's He was an Olympic yeah. athlete, so... Yeah. Yeah, uh, that that would be really cool to see. Yeah, I, I would probably have to go with Barry Bonds. Think so? Yeah, I just you know the dude was was on a whole nother level throughout his career, and even when the alleged steroid stuff started, I thought he was a Hall of Famer. You know, thirty thirty, pretty much every season. You know, just just killing it. But it would be cool to see what kind of mementos he has from his dad's career. Sure. From you know Willie McCovey, he you know he was a close friend of Willie McCovey's. Willie Mays, you know. All this stuff, just like Griffey, I bet he's got all this stuff from all these guys. You know, Dave Winfield, all the, you know, all these legends, uh, just chilling in his, in his, you know, in his house. You know, right. uh, so it'd be cool to see. But Barry Larkin, one of the greatest, you know, to ever play the game. That that's some pretty cool stuff to see. You, you got to respect Larkin. He was, of course, know, Hall of Famer. Hands Tw- down. I, like twenty plus years. Yeah, yeah with Cincy. With, with Cincy, you know, yeah. he, he was he was getting in. He did get in. It was, yeah, you know. He was a uh, great. Yeah, so exactly. His son, not so much. We should probably oh, Shane. 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 Although Shane. he's going to be the starter for the next 
foreseeable future. I mean, yeah, the, so. the, the kid the kid can ball, and I was excited to he's see him. He's better than I am. Yeah, he's <laughs> a lot better than I am. Uh, I was excited to see him when he played in Miami, you know, with Miami, Florida in college. Then when he got drafted, I was like, man, he, you know, he's coming to Dallas. All right. And he just big old goose egg. Big old goose. But when he went over to New York, uh, he, he did all right. He's doing all right. His time here in Dallas was probably marred by Carlisle. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I think so. But, and, yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? So that pretty much wraps it up for this show. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is our second anniversary show. Pretty sure. So happy birthday to Beckett Radio. Happy birthday, Beckett Um, Radio. Yeah, this is the terrible twos right Mm. now. So that's not so these good. Are, these are normally rough years. For rough years. Rough years for, for people. So uh, hopefully we'll survive throughout hopefully. throughout the second year. <laughs> um, we got some prizes to give away. Yes, we do. So our last show had Mr. Matt Wheeler of the Wheeler Collection. If you haven't seen this product, it's absolutely amazing. Really cool. Uh, it's it's uh, one of a kind, to be honest. That, I say that a lot. One of a kind products. This is literally one of a kind. One of a kind. Because yes. it's not just trading cards. It's It's history. It's state birds, you know. It's geography. It's it's all over the place. So definitely check it out. Wheeler Collection um, online on Twitter. They're they're all over the place. But he was just an amazing uh, guest. He sent some stuff to us to give away. So we put it on Instagram. I also put it on Beckett Radio's Twitter page at Beckett Radio, all one word. And we have some winners. Awesome. Let's do this. So we uh, had a just an answer of who the sketch artist you know was, and we had a, a lot of responses. So thank you all for that. And the winner of the cards, the Christmas cards. There's one that has two little gold pieces, and it looks like it's from Canada. You know, little gold pieces from Canada uh, above the Christmas trees. It's a. It looks like a three by five type mm-hmm. card. Um, that winner is Tyler Chin. Oh, Tyler Chin. Tyler Chin. Do you know Tyler Chin? I interacted with him last night on uh, on on Instagram. Is he is he a good he's is a he good a good, yeah, good guy? Yeah, he's a good guy. Okay, so Tyler Chin, congratulations uh, for the other card. It's just a normal regular size card. Has one Christmas tree and a little gold piece on the top. Brad Blackstock. Don't not familiar with that name. All right, congrats, Brad. And winner, we have one T-shirt that we're giving away today. So the winner, please let me know your size. We have, I think, an XL, a large, and maybe a double XL polo. So let me know what size you are. But congratulations to Ben Leslie. Ben Leslie. Ben Leslie. Congratulations on that. So Brad Blackstock, Ben Leslie, and Tyler Chin, congrats. Send me your addresses at radio at Pekka.com, uh, to the email address so we can get that sent out to you um, and have some fun. So since this is the second year uh, anniversary, uh, I guess I, I'm honestly not sure. <laughs> it's it's been a long, next, long. Next week's show is going <laughs> to be the third year anniversary. <laughs> it's going to be a long time. Uh, no, um, we have a couple gifts. All right, let's uh, do this for our loyal listeners for the past two years. Thanks everyone for checking it out. It, it, honestly, it really means a lot for me to start from day one to where we started to all the way today. I mean, Justin Gruner being on the show, you being on the show all the time, and all the guests that have come on you know, with with card companies and and guys here in the office really means a lot to me because I wanted to get into radio, and it it happened. I'm not in it as much anymore, but this is still my passion, and it's great to see uh, a little following, you know, three to 500 listeners a week. That's awesome. I, I, I just... Every time I see the stats, I, I get happy. So uh, I, I truly appreciate everyone listening to the show. And let's keep it growing because that's always a plus. Uh, but we got some stuff to give away. 
Man, the Star Wars magazine is amazing. It's pretty cool stuff. So why don't we give some away? You want to do that? Yeah, so we'll give away a few Star Wars magazines. We'll, uh, we got a graded card price guide that just came out. Yes, we do. Let's, let's give out a few of those away. All right. And let's give out maybe a T-shirt, too, from the Wheeler Collection. Sounds good. Uh, so all you need to do is send us an email, radio at Beckett.com. Tell us why you love the show. Tell us why you love the show and when you started listening. If it was literally you started listening to this show, I don't care. <laughs> That's great. And hopefully you'll listen to more. If you started in day one, man, I will give you so much props. That is amazing. Um, but let me know in an email or on uh, Twitter, at Beckett Radio, all one word. Just let us know. Uh, reply to the the show's tweet when it comes out later today, um, and, and we'll get it going. But... Yeah, I, I cannot thank you guys enough. Eric, I cannot thank you enough for thank helping you, us sir. out here. Uh, also, Justin Gruner for what he did at the at the beginning uh, of this show's existence. It's it's crazy to see. I, it, I don't know if you do this, Eric, but I do it every once in a while when I'm bored. I'll go back to, like, I don't know, the second or third show, mm -hmm. you know, or even the second or third show when, when, when you got on, to just listen how it was. Right. And... I, personally, I think it's so much better now. It has definitely evolved. You know, it, it has evolved. Mostly because Justin's not on it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. I, I'm telling Justin. Just kidding, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, you know, it's it's interesting to hear the differences of, of how things have evolved, the types of guests that have come on. Sure. You know, um, I, I couldn't have imagined uh, being able to interview, you know, Evan Mathis of now the Denver Broncos right. and his collection. Uh, to interview guys like Fergie Jenkins, like, are, 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 what? You know what I mean? So let me ask you this. Then. All right. What's been your favorite interview? Favorite interview? Man, that's... I have mine, so. <sighs> that's a good one. Um, Out of all the interviews, <sighs> man, that is really hard. I mean, Evan Mathis was cool. Yeah. Uh, because he's a current NFL player. I was able to ask him a few questions about the NFL uh, off air. Uh, so that was awesome. Met him at the National, which was freaking cool. So probably, honestly, probably a tie of of him and uh, maybe, honestly, Mike Burkus. Rest yeah. in peace. And and we haven't really uh, talked about Mike's passing. Uh, that that really hit home when I heard about that because he obviously he was one of the guys that wanted me on the. Uh, the stage at the national convention. We talked at the industry summit. Um, we had a great interview with him. We had a great couple interviews previewing the nationals past couple years. Um, I, I honestly am shocked that he passed away. So thoughts and prayers to his family and friends. Uh, I should have said that sooner. So that's on me. Uh, but yeah, it, it's probably a tie between those three guys. Think so? Evan Mathis, Fergie Jenkins, and Mike Burkus. Awesome. What about you? Baseball card vandals. Oh, yeah. That was a good one. It was fun. Man, I, I'm still upset. I, I wanted to get some T-shirts I want my T-shirt, guys. Yeah. We, we might have to give them a call and, and, and get them back on the show. Yeah, we should do that. I, I still look at their stuff, man. It's, it's funny. Really funny. Oh, really funny. The last one they did last week, I can't even. It's so yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, what, what I think we'll do this year is play some – play some good interviews from back in the day. I mean, it's been two years, so there's there's a lot of interviews to go back and check out, and sometimes it's too long to just scroll through. So sure. maybe every once in a while I'll throw in an interview here and there to, to throw it back to the good old days. But, um, but yeah, it's been a great run, two years. We'll, we'll see what happens in the third year and, and have some fun with that. But, um, yeah, let us know about this giveaway. We got 
bunches of price guides, a ton of Star Wars magazines that just came out, both in a T-shirt. So uh, send us an email, radio at Beckett.com, why you like listening to the show and how long you've listened. and uh, Or you can do it on Twitter, at sure. Beckett Radio. Any uh, Instagram stuff going on? Um, you know, I, I don't have anything going on right now on Instagram. However, I'm thinking I'm going to get something up for the playoffs this weekend. There you go. So, uh, yeah, just if you're following us on Instagram, Beckett Media at, at L, I'm sorry, at Beckett Media LLC. There you go. Go ahead and check that out. And I'll, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have something up uh, either for the Pittsburgh game or the – I'm going to take Seattle out of it. Good. So, so I Good. Won't, <laughs> won't be biased there. But, you know, maybe yeah. the Washington-Green Bay game or the Pittsburgh-Cincinnati game. All right, cool. Well, yeah, uh, tons of sports going on right now. Uh, basketball's in full force. Yes. Uh, Warriors looking Talk like. Talk about Draymond Green. <laughs> Bruh. Earning that Bruh. paycheck. <laughs> Earning that check. Earning that max contract. I'm telling you, three straight do- triple doubles. Yes. Come on, man. And he was just, you know, a couple stats shy the other night. Come on, man. Please. Give me a break. He's killing it. You guys telling me the Warriors aren't for real? Mm. Give me a break. Uh, yeah, sports are happening. Football's happening. Uh, get excited. Yeah. Get Buy excited. some cards, too. March Madness is coming March, up. Oh, man, I can't Royal wait. Rumble this this month. There you uh, go. There you go. Just yeah. base, you know, base pitchers and catchers reporting like a month. In a month, yeah. Let's do this. Let's do this. All right, guys. We appreciate everything you guys do for us, listening to the show, giving us feedback, all that. So keep it up. We love it. But uh, like I said, I'm Derek Ficken. I'm Eric Norton. We'll see you guys later. Have a good one.